Hello, I'm your host, Chris Nelson. I'm excited to welcome you back for another episode of our podcast, Miked Up with Midland. Joining me today in studio, Kevin Meckley, our Vice President of Business Development and Chief Innovation Officer, and Aaron Pachun, our Director and Actuary. So, gentlemen, welcome to the studio. Thanks. Great to be here. So, Kevin, you have been here before. I have. It's beautiful. You guys have still made some changes. Hey, thank you. We're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, Aaron, this is your very first time. It is, yes. Are you, are you as impressed as Kevin? Well, I mean, I, I did go to your the old studio in the old building. Oh. <laughs> so this is a little bit different than that. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. It's, it's uh, a lot better. Almost 10 times the size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 10 times, for sure. So, uh, gentlemen, I want to talk today about um, uh, the business development team. What looks like, uh, what does it look like for Midland National moving forward? But I want to start with, for those who might not be as familiar with you, so Aaron, why don't you start us off, give us a little bit of your history here at Midland and uh, where we're at today. Yeah, so I, I joined uh, Midland National about 10 years ago uh, in the product management area and moved on to product development, you know, designing FIAs, MIGAs uh, for the Midland portfolio. Uh, and then about 18 months ago, started this, this new role in the business development area as the innovation actuary. And getting to just work on a lot of different new things, and it's been a lot of, a lot of fun. Very good. So, Kevin, here at Midland National, uh, you've had a, a few different roles. Why don't you kind of walk us through your history? Sure. I've been here about seven years. Uh, came here, actually, as a, an attorney, uh, helping out with some of the old uh, regulatory stuff that we had going on. Since then, uh, moved and was running government affairs for the company, but I've always had this big soft spot in my heart for product. I love annuity products, always have, and loved working with our distribution. And, and when the opportunity came along to build a new department, the business development office within our independent annuity channel at Midland, uh, I jumped, couldn't, couldn't wait. It was a great opportunity doing something a little different. And so I've been doing that uh, uh, almost two years now. And it's been a it's been a heck of a ride. Excited to work with with uh, smart folks here like Aaron and others on our team to to keep uh, developing innovative solutions for our, our Midland distribution. Very good. So you mentioned the business development office. This is kind of a new thing at Midland National, right? Yeah, brand new. So walk us through what what it is you do here. Absolutely. So it's a it, it was born out of an idea that to continue to grow, to continue to uh, you know to keep Midland the top. Uh, where it is now and, and continue to grow market share, we have to be smart about innovation. We have to be thinking about, can we still stay where we are doing the same thing we've always done? And the answer is obviously no. You got to continue to innovate. You got to keep looking to what where the market is headed, and not just the market, but where our products are headed, where the economy is headed, where things in our space are headed, and how retirees and pre-retirees are thinking about their futures. And that changes Every cycle, it changes almost every day, it feels like sometimes. And you have to be uh, nimble and prepared to have you know, solutions ready for those, for those changes. And so a lot of times what we're thinking about is we kind of joke, if no one in the building is thinking about 2030, then it probably better be us. If no one thinking is thinking about 2027, it probably better be us. Most people come to work and they're thinking about solving the problem they have in front of them today. Our team is really focused on solving the problems that might be ahead of us and making sure that, that Midland is positioned to be there, to be ready, prepared to bring solutions for folks as the puck continues to move. So when you talk about these business development updates and you talk about making changes to products and things like that, Aaron, walk me through some of our uh, FIA or fixed index annuity changes or updates that have kind of come out of this thus far? Yeah. So I think the the, the biggest one to highlight uh, what would be the addition of the ABR onto Index Builder 
last summer. Additional benefits rider. Yes, yes. And it it really allowed us to have a little bit higher bonus on that product. Um, That happened in August. And and further, you know, after that happened, you know, the next thing would be like, well, do we need to have ABR and RV? And retire vantage. So we we decided to to remove that from retire vantage. And while we had it under the the hood, kind of so to speak, we wanted to kind of continue streamlining that product. So what did we we wanted to add some additional liquidity. So all those kinds of ideas they kind of pile on on top of each other a little bit. Uh, and it all came from you know our area of thinking. You know what could we do different? Uh, what can we make easier? So in order to streamline the portfolio, you know we had that the additional benefits rider onto index builder, removed it from retire vantage, add additional liquidity. And and while we had it open, we also added some new indices. Uh, so you added some indices. What do those look like? Yeah. So they're just two, two different indices. We kind of swapped out some old ones that we had on there. They, they're kind of newer indices that uh, are kind of more contemporary with some of the ones in the industry today. Uh, retire vantage has been around for Midland national right. for a very long time. Uh, so it's, it's a, an index from S and P and from Nasdaq. Uh, so both of those will be, you know, added to the retire advantage here in February. Uh, now, with some of these uh, product changes, I think it's correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's retire advantage. There's first year penalty free, which that has more flexibility, right? Yeah, more more flexibility. They can start taking withdrawals uh, right after the policy is issued. Uh, you know, however, the consumer needs if they need the the funds to to have, you know. They have an unexpected expense or need to take the funds. To right, whatever life liquidity. throws at them, yeah. Whatever, the, the, they are, they're ready with that extra liquidity there. Very good. So these product changes, they, they don't happen overnight, right? So walk us through, maybe Kevin, you can start here. Walk us through the ideation process. How does it work with your team to kind of get these things started and take it from idea to an actual change? Yeah, absolutely. So think about it like this. We, we, have, we got a little rule within our group that says every idea gets an hour. So let's say you, Chris, you come to our team, you go up a couple floors. We're on, we're on the third right. floor. Yeah, right. You're down here on the first floor. You go up on the third floor and you meet our team and you say, I have this great idea for, for a new annuity product or a change to an annuity product that we have on, on our shelf today. And we say, cool, let's take that down and that will be getting an hour. And at some point it gets the hour. And next thing you know, that's actually got some legs. It gets to a further process. It goes over the next next hurdle, starts really getting vetted from a, a number of different areas. One, from a, a viability standpoint, this is where Aaron comes in and puts his math hat on and tells me, can this thing be viable within, you know, from an actuarial standpoint, can, is this a going, going to work from, from our, uh, you know, hedging uh, perspective or any other perspective that comes into it from the dollars and cents side? Also, can we even support it from administratively? Does it work within our systems? Do we have the abilities to you know, bring this change on? Also, we go out to the market and we ask our distribution, does this make sense to you? Do you see this as a gap somewhere in your portfolio? Would this make uh, you know, a, a solution that you might be needing for your customer or a change to the product that would be you know, well-received? And we're combining all those things all at once. And, and by the way, at the same time, we're looking at the competitive landscape. We have a team within our group that focuses solely on what is out there in the marketplace and what is this change or this new product? How is this going to live in that, in that, you know, in, in that market? And can we, you know, position it from a story perspective, rate perspective, whatever it is to really differentiate ourselves uh, on, on the Midland uh, product. And that's, so that's the, the story. So all of that's going on at once. Eventually we sort of prioritize it. If this 
your idea starts to really having legs, it gets through that that bucket. It really can then, you know, once once we sort of have the green light go, this thing is great. This is a good idea, ready to roll. If we throw that thing over to the product development team who really starts the implementation process and we go on to the next idea. So it's that's it's basically then it ultimately gets implemented by the teams and 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 you'll see it to market. Now I submitted an idea to add a margarita machine into the studio where we at with huh? that. Uh, yeah. So we well, wait on that hour thinking meeting about that the one, yeah. margarita machine index, you know, maybe a solution in there based on how many we'll come down every day and see how many have been drank. Maybe use that as the, the volatility measure. We'll figure something out for you. Very good. So Kevin, as the chief innovation officer here at Midland national, what, what does that mean to you? How does that give us an advantage in the industry? I mean, what does that look like to you? What does that mean to you? Yeah, we, you know, number one, uh, I think we would say is that innovation does not mean complicated. Innovation means sometimes coming up with the most simple solution that's just not been thought of. Uh, So at at our company, when we're thinking about this, and, and by the way, there might be other innovation type officers, there might be business development type teams, but to our knowledge, there's nothing quite like what we're doing here, which is we go out and really try to get as many ideas from everywhere we possibly can. I mean, a team wholly dedicated to listening to the field, listening directly to our Midland, uh, our Midland distribution, asking them pointed questions. What do you think you're missing? What is missing out there? What is, what is the solution you've been trying to solve that you don't have? And you have no idea how many advisors we've heard from who give us that feedback. I mean, and we go to an event where there's a, uh, some Midland producers there. Maybe there's some here for training. We get tons of ideas directly from them. And it's really cool, especially for them to see that feedback gets brought into the company, immediately acted on. You have immediate uh, you know, satisfaction in knowing not only has my idea been heard, I've been heard, but also we've got a process that it's going to be actually, you know, considered and thought of and how can it go through? And that's really exciting. I think it's something that we don't, that is unique to Midland, uh, something that is probably not really, you know, at least to our knowledge, especially when we talk to our distribution, they said, this is really cool what you guys are doing. And it's really, it's the whole idea of it again, is making sure that we are being wholly responsive to what's going on in the marketplace and trying to come up with creative solutions to solve problems for retirees. At the end of the day, that's what we're doing. We're trying to solve problems and and really try to, to make uh, you know make sure that, that folks out there have have a good safe retirement. And that is that at the end of the day, that's the fun part of what we do. It's it's thinking about new ideas, uh, removing barriers, and, and working with with great people to to solve problems. I think that's great, especially with Midland National's distribution model, with being such a direct model to have that relationship yeah, with the direct, company and for sure. like you said, just to be heard let alone go into a whole process to start that on the track to, uh, to fruition, right? I've had multiple advisors who now have my direct number. <laughs> and now you have, you'll, you'll be surprised to see how many ideas just come through, maybe at 11 o'clock at night. Hey, I had an idea. That's when, that's when the best ideas happen. Absolutely. Right? There's something to that. So a lot of times, Kevin, you're looking five, maybe 10 years down the road, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We, I mean, we always kind of joke, like if no one – if no one in the building's thinking about 2030, then it has to be us. Like there's, if I assume most people come to work and they want to solve the problem in front of them. Right. And they were trying to do the thing, check off the box, do whatever it is that they're working on. That's very important, but you know, not everyone is freed up really to be thinking about, Hey, what's going to happen in four years? Right. You know, what's going to, not that we have a crystal ball by any means, right. but what we can think about and look to other industries who are maybe a year ahead of us or a couple years ahead of us, whether it's technology, AI, some other smart beta, whatever it is out there that is infiltrated other industries, 
we are hopefully, if we're doing our jobs well, trying to see what's out there and predict maybe some of that's going to come to our space and we ought to be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and are we, are, are from a systems perspective, from a, a capital perspective, from whatever the, 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 the build is going to need to be there, can we start that process now if we know it's coming so that when that time actually comes, we're ready. And that's the, that's the, the part that's, that's, uh, that's kind of neat too. Very good. So you're looking five or 10 years down the road. I want to know, what is the business development team doing now, doing this year? What are you most looking forward to, Aaron? Well, you know, I think a lot of the stuff we're doing is, you know, we can't quite announce yet what we're going to be doing. Right. Stay tuned. Right. Cool right. uh, a lot of cool stuff from that feedback we've heard from those direct agents will be coming down the pipeline here uh, later this year, hopefully. Uh, so, you know, I think just being able to look ahead, you know, think about what's the next market, what's the next uh, cycle going to look like uh, is going to create new solutions for us, some with our existing products, some with tweaks to our existing products. And so I think that's that's really the most exciting part there is getting to either retrofit something we already have, say, you know what, this also has a great purpose for this new market we're going to be entering uh, here at the end of the year, the beginning of next year and five years and 10 years uh, and seeing, you know, something that can really stay in the industry for, for a long time as well. And I was also add that Aaron came up with this great idea. Most people could, you put that in the hopper, right? The hopper right. of ideas. He came up with the I hopper, right? And <laughs> right. what does the I stand for? Is that innovation? Innovation, innovation hopper. hopper. And inside the innovation hopper is a list of how many ideas right now? We have about 50. 50, 50 ideas. Uh, 51 if you add the margarita. That's true. <laughs> if you add margarita, we're up to 51. 51 ideas. So what day-to-day, when you're asked to go to day-to-day, we are going through each of those and trying to figure out what is, you know, what can we do with each one of these? Is something here? Does it have legs? Can we combine a couple ideas? Maybe by itself it doesn't make sense, but combine with another, which is why it's so important to get all that feedback right. from, from people internally, externally, from our from the field, everywhere we can, because there might be something that's just a missing link. We go, aha, that combined with this is super super cool idea. Like maybe we should be thinking about that. So that's that's why we keep this this running eye hopper to, to make sure that we don't lose uh, sight of some ideas that maybe don't make sense in this cycle in this moment, but might make sense in a year or two or three down the road. Very good. Uh, Kevin and Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for enlightening us on the business development team and the business development office and what that means to us here at Midland National and what it means to our producers in the field as well. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you. Before we uh, bolt, I do have just a couple of quick questions that are completely unrelated to anything we've talked about. Uh, Are you podcast or music people? Now, Kevin, you drive. You drove up here to Des Moines from uh, Kansas City, right? I am, and I, I actually have a podcast, so I am a podcast. Right, right. Um, anything that you listen to other than yourself? Uh, <laughs> I, I, this is a little awkward, but I actually listen to our podcast on the way here. Because yeah. I was like, I, I rarely do. It's quality assurance. But I had some quality time, assurance. and I, I had about 45 minutes between calls. I usually do calls on the way here. Right. I usually do. But uh, we listen to it because quality control, exactly. What can, what can I do better? That's right. Aaron? Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of podcasts other than uh, Mic'd Up with Midland National. Mm, that's uh, nice. Their company, man. But, nice. I like I that. that company, man. Why didn't I do that? that? But, uh, you know, I, I do listen to uh, – I have a couple uh, Spotify channels, um, but uh, just classical Disney music. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So that leads into my next question, which yeah. is going to be, what's your favorite vacation destination? And Aaron, I can probably guess with yours. 
Yes, I think you probably could guess that it is Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise. Those all work. <laughs> you've been on. They're all fun. You've been there how many times? Rough estimate. Uh, I don't know, probably 50. Now. Ish. What, what's Five your favorite cruises? place? Because mine's a Hall of Presidents. Oh, good question. Uh, well, I'm a big Star Wars guy. Oh, so sure. Galaxy's Edge. So sure. it's it has to be Galaxy's Edge. Very good. Very good. Kevin, favorite uh, vacation destination? I would say anywhere with uh, a, a nice beach and a golf course. I'll be pretty comfortable. So I'll go with that. Anywhere that's warm right now would be good. That sounds good, especially here in the middle of February. So. That's right. Very good. Uh, thanks so much for coming down to join us. We appreciate you having me in studio. And I look forward to seeing you both next time. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Hey, thank you for listening to Miked Up with Midland today. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you're a financial professional looking to grow your business, gain industry insights, market your services, and help your clients achieve confidence in retirement. I'm your host, Chris Nelson. I will see you next time. 